0: I'm going to call it not just a good, but I'm going to call it a great day for HogSports.com. It was uh, only way it could have been better is if you would have had a new depth chart on HogSports.com, but maybe just as good as that, the scholarship distribution chart. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. you always have to do this, obviously, when there is either an addition or a subtraction to the Razorback roster
1: yeah i always go in and update it i actually did a a stronger update in this one because it's been a while since i updated the last one in terms of the language you know because i you know write a little write a little bit of information about each position group Um, underneath and uh, so I had some stuff that was you know probably didn't make any sense because it was about you know guys entering the transfer portal and all that kind of stuff because that's when that was real active so uh, this is the first roster edition in a while so I went through and and just refreshed all the all the language on on everything just kind of gave some updated thoughts on um, on each position group but I've got them now currently at 77 scholarship players and uh, that's after the addition of Jaheem Singleton that, uh, single, excuse me, Jaheim Singletary. That um, includes players who are not yet on campus, but have signed with Arkansas. And that's all noted in the roster, but you know, it just gives you an idea of where they need to address some things in the transfer portal. That's kind of the main point uh, of this, you know, just running through it real quick, quarterback, they've got four quarterbacks. so. You know, I I, I subscribe to the idea of a three-deep plus one. I've said that several Mm -hmm. times. So you've got four quarterbacks, that's a three-deep plus one. Now, maybe that's not entirely accurate, but I think it's, you know, some coaches may prefer to have at least 17 offensive linemen, or if you, you know, run a bunch of, you know, a lot of two tight end sets, maybe you want a whole lot more tight ends, like Arkansas used to have back when Barry Lunny was here, uh, and like when Brett Bielema was at Arkansas. But, you know, I think it's a good kind of base way to look at things because if you do it this way, what you end up with is and also just three specialist totals. You don't go a three deep at specialist, obviously. You just have a scholarship kicker, scholarship punter, scholarship long snapper. You might have a scholarship uh, kickoff man if if you know if it works out that way. But if you do the three special teams player, and then you do a a three-deep plus one everywhere else, uh, it leaves you with basically 80 scholarship players, and that gives you five more scholarships to kind of play around with just based on on maybe what you like to do. But quarterback-wise, they're fine. They'll need two quarterbacks next year. Most likely K.J. Jefferson's gone. K. Fortin's out of eligibility. But this year, right now, uh, they're fine at quarterback with a four-deep. They're good at running back with five. Uh, They're good at wide receiver with nine. But could add one more again if you want to fit that, you know, three D plus one. However, we are also expecting Quincy McAdoo to see some action at wide receiver potentially. Now he's gotta he's gotta be one of the top four wide receivers. That's gonna to be tough to do considering what's coming back and the guys they got coming in, but you know. Basically still, that's 10 wide receivers, so I guess technically they're fine there. Uh, they're fine at, at tight end unless they want to go more two tight end sets. I still would like to see them add another veteran tight end uh, in the transfer portal when it opens up again in May. Uh, offensive linemen, they need a couple of offensive linemen. They've got some walk-ons like Josh Street that they really like, Brooks Edmondson. You know, they've got some guys that they like um, in the walk-on group, but they uh, 14 scholarship offensive linemen. You never want to have really less than 15. And, and again, you know, 16 would be three deep plus one. Uh, defensive end, I've got him at eight. Good at defensive end. And that's with moving Eric Gregory over to defensive tackle. I've got defensive tackle, I've got him with six. So you'd like to see him add one more defensive tackle uh, in, the, in the transfer portal. I've got him with eight linebackers. So technically they're fine at linebacker. Uh, although they are very young. And so maybe this is a position where you'd like to see them kind of like with tight end also maybe go and add a veteran guy at linebacker to help shore things up a little bit there from an um, experience standpoint. Got them with nine cornerbacks. And, again, cornerbacks and safeties you kind of got to look at, like, as a, as an entire group because we're probably going to see some guys move around. And Sam Pittman said, you know, they want to get the best five out there. So if your third cornerback is your – um, you know, third or is your fifth best player overall. Then you, you're going to find a way to get him out on on the field among the top five guys. So really, you're looking, you know, at 15 total. Let's see, yeah, 15 total guys, and then you want to have a three deep at at every spot. So you'd really want like 18 uh, secondary players, and I've got them with. Uh, nine and seven, because you also got the nickel position, obviously, and the, you draw from those spots. So nine cornerbacks, that's probably good. Safeties, I got them with seven, so maybe add two safeties in the transfer portal in addition to what they have, and, um, and that would get you squared away. And then, of course, Max Fletcher, Cam Little, and Eli Stein are all in scholarships. 36 offensive guys, 38 defensive guys, three specialists, 77 total. And I've broken it down into classification. You got six red shirt super seniors, two super seniors, ten red shirt seniors, four seniors. I mean you've got all these classifications for seniors now because of, of the COVID year. You red shirt super senior, super senior, red shirt senior, and senior. So um uh, you gotta I mean it's it's just changed things until until we move past the uh, the guys with eligibility still in twenty twenty. And then I've got shirt junior I've got four five juniors well let's see my lines a little off you have five juniors eight red shirt sophomores nine sophomores nine red shirt freshmen and 20 freshmen for a total of 77 so you can if you're a visual learner like I am you maybe you know maybe radio isn't the best way to break that down but maybe <laughs> you can go you can go read it at hog sports it's it's on there and it's a free article and it's uh, it's broken down for everybody to see
0: Okay, the, uh, the other home run. Danny did a article, uh, Arkansas's new defensive staff off to an impressive start. Now, when you when I started reading this, Troy, the, the deeper I got into it, I have to admit there was a little bit of awe because <laughs> it's like Danny said, when's the last time that Arkansas has brought in the number two the number three, and the number four recruit in the country? Never. never.
1: Yeah. Probably never. never. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a good breakdown, too, of K.J. Bolden. I, I guess Bolden was here. Uh, he's the number two ranked player in the country. He he was here when Jaheim Singleton was uh, – I keep calling him Singleton. Singletary. Jaheim Singletary was – uh, was on his visit, so you had. I mean, when's the last time you had five two five stars on campus at the same time? Never. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, there's a <laughs> there's a lot of nevers uh, in there, and you know, obviously, I would think that you know Pittman's uh, connections with Georgia, although he wasn't there when uh, Jaheim Singletary was signed, maybe he was there when he was being recruited, uh, but uh, you know, maybe those those connections help because you know with Pittman, when a player wants to leave. You know, if they do things the right way, then Arkansas is going to help them find the best opportunity out there for them. And uh, I'm wondering if maybe that was the case also with Singletary um, and, and Kirby Smart. And hopefully that that relationship continues as so. But, uh, you know, obviously Marcus Woodson, um, you know, recruited him out of high school. So there's that relationship. And then uh, Darren, Darren Wilson, you know, is another guy that uh, played a big role there too. So, uh, the and, and I mean – it wasn't like Travis Williams wasn't involved either. He was obviously highly involved. You can see, you know, some of the videos and and stuff um, that he was obviously highly involved in in recruiting, um, you know, those guys. And so getting them on campus is a big thing. Uh, You know, these guys come from different parts of the country, and, you know, people tell them that, you know, why do you want to go to Arkansas? They don't wear shoes there and all this stuff. (laughs) And that's the first hurdle you have to overcome. But I've always said once you get into Fayetteville – you just have that natural undersell over deliver that happens because nobody expects it, and so if you can get them on campus, and that's always the first hurdle, just you know convincing them to come, you know usually a longer distance than, than they would you know have to go to visit most places around. I mean, like we have said before, like if you're coming from Florida. Uh, you cross a you, you cross a lot of quality schools on your way to Arkansas, uh, particularly SEC schools. So that's the first hurdle but if you can get them to campus and get them to see everything that Northwest Arkansas has to offer, um, then you got a shot with them. So that's that's the first trick.
0: Let's talk with Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Trey?
2: I definitely do because Trey's a really smart man. I got to ask a question.
1: Um, okay. I hope that wasn't sure. sarcasm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it wasn't. Not towards you, but uh, towards something else here. Now, let, let, me, let me ask this a certain way. Uh, I heard with the press conference the other day, you know, Sam talked about. You know, first, I want to ask you about tight end a little bit because you just touched on it. On the number wise, how many do we have right now? I didn't hear you number. say that. How many? Yeah, uh, the number of four. tight end. Four. Okay. So, if they're planning, like Sam said, uh, to start doing some 12 or 13 personnel, I would think that that's probably because you got to worry because injury could happen. We all know that. Oh, yeah. you got to probably add a guy or two. And I'm just saying, if they're going to do that, Tom, I don't think that'll be an exclusive thing. But, you know, with Dan coming back, you know, you're going to see some of that. And I've read up where he. Kinda, his offense has obviously evolved since he was last with Bielma and all, but kind of like I've heard like this whole it'd be like a spread coast power system in a sense because mm-hmm. he's added some West Coast, he's added some spread and all of that. So I would think you're, pro- you're probably right there. You probably need to look at adding another guy tied tight end. But I do want to ask you one question And uh, as far as this portal crap goes because I want to throw it out, throw some things to the side, and I want to ask you a big reason. Uh, I, I want to ask this. Arch Manning, let's think about something. I got into an argument with the guy today at work, and I shouldn't have done this because I just shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't even have uh, put myself down to that level. I said, dude, they're not going to give Arch Manning the job just because of his last name. That, ooh, that, that kid that played last year for Texas played well. To me, Arch Manning should have to earn his right. Do you agree with that, or am I wrong by
1: saying that? I Should do he not have that, however, Major Applewhite really. <laughs> yeah, Apple was clearly better than Chris Sims, and uh, they did everything they could to give Chris Sims a job. That's back in, like, 2000, but, uh, and that was at Texas. But, uh, yeah, I, I, you would like to think that – and here's the thing. They they had the number one quarterback uh, recruit in the country from two classes ahead of him in Quinn, Quinn Ewers. Ewers? Ewers. I always have a hard time saying that name. Um, but he's their starter right now, so it's not like he's chopped liver or anything. I mean, Texas for years has been able to recruit some of the top quarterbacks in the country. They just haven't had a lot of success turning them out on the other end of, of having a lot of success. Uh, so uh, as far as his uh, tight ends question, Pittman did say yesterday that, you know, 12 personnel, 13 personnel, you know, that could be something that, that you see. For those who don't know how that works, the first number means the running backs that you have on the field. The second number means the number of tight ends. Arkansas basically, usually, has used uh, 11 personnel uh, under Kendall browse So one running back, one tight end, three receivers, so on and so forth. Everything else falls into place after the, you name those two positions while they do that. So... I would think that mostly if they did a three tight end package, which I can remember them doing at Arkansas, that it would be, you know, around the goal line. Uh, but I also remember at one point Barry Lunny having like seven scholarship tight ends. I remember telling him one time, like, you think you got enough tight ends? You know, just kind of joking with him. But, uh, yeah, they, they definitely – there was a period there when they had just a lot of scholarship tight ends. So, yeah, if they, if they do decide to, you know, go – you know, do some more 12, thirteen personnel probably more of a goal line deal, and you know maybe you could have another player who plays a different position lining up, you know, in that in that kind of role. But
0: uh, I like to see Devin. Uh, is it Devin Manuel? Devon Manuel. Devon. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: Up t- yeah. Put like, him in there, tied in on the goal line. Six eight three thirty or so. Yeah. <laughs> that be. That's, that's, that's a, a
0: slim down three thirty two. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: He was. Well over, he was like 390 at <laughs> when he yeah. first arrived. So he he looks he looks a lot different. Uh, but yeah, I mean they've got the four tight ends you like. I mean Nathan Bax, who's uh, maybe you know he's got the experience, not so much of a playmaker. Which uh, you know I think that's that's the area where you're a little concerned because. You know, Tyrus Washington, maybe he has that playmaking ability, but he's, you know, he just had one catch last year. He played in five games, but he just had one catch. And then Shamar Easter and Luke Haas, we know, are both full of talent, but, um, you know, haven't played, and, and Shamar Easter's not even on campus. So uh, you had, you know, you, you lost a lot from the tight end room last year. But um, I would like to see them add if, if there's a guy out there. They, they certainly pursued. They brought in a couple of guys on official visits uh, who were transfers and um, didn't get one and passed on the other guy. But um, if they find the right guy out there in May when the portal window opens again, then I would expect them to try to add another tight end.
0: Charlie also mentioned something about the uh, transfer portal. You know, Trent, the more I think about that, the second window for the transfer portal, the less I like. I mean, it, it's it's – this could create another whole dynamic of reestablishing your roster. Yes. Um, who knows how many players are going to ultimately move on. You were kind of going through the the area of needs a few moments ago when you went over the uh, scholarship distribution chart.
1: That's good for right now, but I'm not going to – who knows what it's going to look like come May 15th. Were there players who entered the transfer portal last spring from Arkansas? Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. There absolutely was. And it'll happen again. There are players on this roster who they'll get out there and, um, you know, maybe a transfer has taken their spot or they're not high up on the depth chart or maybe they realize they can't beat this guy out. Mm -hmm. And so you'll absolutely have players hit the portal again. I'll tell you what, though, I wouldn't hit the portal unless I felt good about uh, my opportunities. I mean, because there are a lot of guys right now, guys that have left Arkansas that are just sitting there, you know, that haven't haven't committed anywhere. Um, I, it's kind of funny when we say that. We're like, they're just sitting in the portal. You just imagine, <laughs> for some reason, like I imagine the waiting room on Beetlejuice where the dude's shrinking heads and stuff, and they're all just kind of sitting there waiting for their number to get called. But, uh, no, they're not actually just sitting in a room, but they are available and uh and they haven't been gobbled up by anybody so like if you're leaving after the spring uh you know it could be because maybe you don't maybe you don't mesh well with one of the coaches because there's new coaches you know maybe it's not what you thought maybe the coach is going young and that kind of leaves you out in the dark and so you know they're they're definitely opportunities for reasons that players would enter the portal in the spring i'm going to be repetitive again and say if any more georgia Players enter the portal in the spring. Go get them, every one of them. Sign every one of them. Bring them all. Can we can we replace Rick with a recorder that just plays that <laughs> over right. again? That's right. That's right. Remember yesterday? Get every player from Georgia. Just just yeah. keep playing that all the time. Yeah, and
0: and you're right. But that, that is a shame, you know, because there again, you're saying 77 scholarship players. Then at the end of the spring, what if it's 68?
1: Now, mm-hmm.
0: you know, you've been out there thinking, oh, i got to get another eight or nine players. Then all of a sudden you got to get 15 new players. That, mm-hmm. That's a tough
1: deal. It is. Yeah, I, w- I would like to see it just one big free-for-all. And, you know, it's it's great for the players to see where they stand and, and being able to do it twice. But, I mean, you got to worry about the roster and the game. And, and I've said before how people view the game. You know, that's important, how people – how people look at the game and perceive it you got to be pleased at this point with the incoming
0: class you got to be pleased what's been brought in from the transfer portal but you don't know after until may 15th shuts down what you really have all right trey we will talk with you tomorrow that is trey video of hogsports.com being brought to you by asher record service company